0: Weight loss is really about your hormones. One of the biggest hormones that's affecting our weight is insulin and lowering the insulin signal to get your body to release fat from its fat reserves. Perfect. Perfect. Welcome to 2021. On this video, we're going to actually montage and put together some of the best, the most watch clips we've seen on the channel in the last year and a half that are most important aspects for weight loss. A lot of people look at weight loss and they look at counting calories. They try to restrict what they're eating, cut back on the volume of the food that they're eating, The problem with this is weight loss is really about your hormones. Probably the most important thing is your hormones. Your hormones tell you when you're hungry, they tell you when you're full, they tell your body to burn fat, they tell your body when to store fat, they give you energy and they give you recovery. So it's really about managing your hormones and I would argue that most people that are overweight or out of shape or dealing with some sort of metabolic dysfunction or obese are probably messing up their hormones or their hormones are already messed up and we need to get your hormones back into shape and the way you do that is there's multiple ways you can do it but from a carnivore diet perspective the way you do it is through adding up the fat intake healthy animal fats which are rich in vitamins and nutrients and dropping down the carbs well what do i mean by hormones well one of the biggest hormones that's affecting our weight is insulin insulin will affect your weight loss journey because insulin signals to your body to store the excess carbohydrates into fat cells. A lot of times it packs around your midsection in places you don't want it because you're consuming too many carbohydrates and they're not going into your muscles. I need to be eating and burning fat. That's the source. That's where I need to be functioning from. Whereas when you eat and you start out with a day and you've got more carbs like bread, toast, bagels, salads, fruit, you're now stimulating insulin. Insulin again needs to be stimulated because your body cannot just allow blood sugar levels to spike and stay elevated, it can damage your blood vessels, it can damage your kidneys, it can damage nerves, it can damage your overall health. You have to be sensitive to that in your body. But when it comes to weight loss, you don't want prolonged insulin levels. You want insulin levels to be dropping. You wanna make sure that your insulin levels are at a lower level the majority of the day so that your body can use the fat reserves it has to actually build and Burn the fat reserves you have so you can become lean so one of the biggest things and this is one of the reasons why we see so much success when people do a nose-to-tail well-constructed keto carnivore diet or just a period keto diet is that they're lowering their insulin levels when you lower insulin your fasting insulin goes lower your body becomes more sensitive to insulin you no longer have as much insulin in your body and your fat cells will not release fat When insulin is floating around in your bloodstream, you need to lower your insulin levels. So that's the big thing there. You've got to get a fat source. You've got to be comfortable with eating low carb, high fat at the beginning. Ideally for me, at the beginning of my day, when I am not doing as much cardiovascular or athletic work, but more mental cognitive work, and I just want steady energy, and I'm going through my day, my breakfast is heavy fat, 75 80% fat. So number one is eating healthy fat. If you're not eating healthy fat on a regular basis and you're on a carnivore diet, you're probably sabotaging your hormones. And by that, what I mean is when we think about weight loss, most people, what they want is they want a lean physique. They want to show definition. They want to have like ripped abs. They want to have lean waistline. They want to be just really fit and they want to have some sort of definition and lower body fat percentage. That's fine, Like everyone's gonna genetically have a bit of disposition there, but for most guys, getting below 15%, 10 to 15% is very achievable, and for most women, 15 to 20%, it's a bit of a stretch, but you you can get there. So, we get to a crossroad here where we talk about ketogenic diets and high fat diets that are low carb. Now, ketogenic diets, have historically been defined as something where you're at 90% of your calories coming from fat. I'm not recommending that. I don't think you need that much fat in your diet. I think something in the range of 65 to 75% of your calories coming from fat is more than sufficient to kick you into ketosis to get your body burning fat as its primary fuel source and to allow you to get to that state where you're going to become chiseled. You're going to become very much low body fat. You're going to look much more detailed in how you want your body composition to be. And I find that uh, if I go lower than that and go to like maybe 60% fat versus 40% protein, I tend to feel a little bit more sluggish. I tend to feel like I've, I've maybe been converting more of that protein into sugar than I need to. Anytime you're going to an into a keto diet from a carbohydrate based diet, you're probably, especially if you already have excess body fat, are going to see that fat melt off. It's going to be converted. It's, your body is now using fat as its primary energy source, and so you have plenty of reserves that your body can naturally and very easily metabolically tap into to power itself. So in order for you to actually lose weight to transform your body composition, you've got to be able to shift your body composition from someone who is constantly stuffing these cells, these fat cells, to someone who is like, okay, my body is being signaled to actually burn them. And when I first started the carnivore diet, I thought, hey, I'm just gonna eat a bunch of meat, I'm gonna eat a bunch of steak, it's gonna be awesome, I'm gonna feel amazing, it's gonna be all that I need to do. But the problem is, you oftentimes don't get a lot of fat or you get a minimal amount of fat, but it's not enough. Now, for a lot of people who are first getting into the ketogenic diet, especially coming from a standard American diet or a diet that is more heavy in carbohydrates, you're gonna find that you probably wanna think about macro tracking. Macros are protein, carbohydrates, and fat. All foods you consume are gonna have some proportion of these elements. And to track macros there's a lot of free apps out there on iPhone and Android where you can literally weigh your food and it will tell you okay this food is giving me 80% fat 20% protein it's giving me 40% fat 40% protein 20% carbohydrates and you'll get a sense as you go through your day how your macros are balancing out whether you're having that actual ketogenic 65 75% fat to 20, 25% protein, and if you're actually staying below that five to 10% threshold on the carbohydrate intake that you're taking in each day. Peter Drucker is a famous business executive, and one of his famous quotes is, that which we don't measure, we cannot improve. If you're not measuring what you don't track, the mind is gonna lie to you. You're going to tell yourself stories. You're gonna easily forget what you're eating. You're gonna forget that chocolate bar you ate, that bag of chips you ate, that. Um, that bag of peanuts you're consuming and when you don't at least jot it down and take a few minutes to journal it at the end of your day you don't have a sense you're going to lose track you're going to consciously protect yourself from looking at the reality because that's part of what the human emotions and body do and your mind does and you're not going to be aware of what's going on and it's going to prevent you from developing the awareness to actually take control of of what you want to do. Basically, what you want to do is you want to get one of the apps that tracks your macros. In this case, you can come in here and click on this and then you can change around your macros. These are essentially the macronutrients, the proteins, carbs, and fat intake that you want to take. So it becomes very easy once you use it a few times and you save your your food items. So we'll go to the scale here and we'll look at the scale and I'll show you what's going on there. For a lot of people, if you're overweight, chances are you're not working out super intensely, you're not really on a good actionable exercise plan. Maybe you are, maybe you're just eating bad food. I think the food itself is probably 70 to 80% of the actual challenge and then how you exercise and how active you are is the other 20 to 30% of it. For someone like me where I have more aggressive goals for physique building, lifting weights, building out my chest, core, my legs, and being like functional and athletic, that is one aspect of this. But the other thing I'm talking about is just getting outside and walking around. Walking for 20 or 30 minutes a day is one of the most powerful things you can do for many, many health benefits, especially when it comes to weight loss. If you're looking to lose weight, you have to be moving regularly. You can't just be sitting around, you can't just be walking to your car, driving to your office, walking in your office, you need to be going for a walk. And I would recommend at least every other day, take some time and go for a walk that's more than a few hundred yards. Just get yourself moving. You don't need to be aggressive with this. You don't have to do crazy interval training or jumps or sprints. You just need to get your body moving. But it's very powerful for getting your overall hormones, your body, just the movement of everything that you need to get the maximum amount of benefits when it comes to your goals around weight loss. Let's talk about sleep. Sleep is really important for weight loss. In fact, a lot of health goes into your sleep. And I know many people struggle with sleep quality. And if you are one of those people, I've been there. I've been in a place where I've had chronic anxiety and I've had insomnia for six, 12 months at a time. It's not a good place to be and you can fix this. It is not a life sentence to have terrible sleep. And you can develop a belief system and confidence when you go to bed that you can sleep exceptionally well, but you've gotta make changes. The details of this of this topic are beyond the scope of this video, but I would direct you to our website, opti-align.com. We have two articles on sleep. One in particular is all about sleep quality, about optimizing your sleep. And I have a book I've written, a full peer studied science-backed book that I've written on the whole topic. I highly recommend you check it out if you, have, if you have troubles with sleeping because I have gone through a lot of these strategies, I've bought and read several of the big books on the topic and personally, sleep is one of the biggest things you can optimize if you want your hormones and your weight to normalize. If you are overweight and you are not sleeping well and you have dialed in your fat and your low carb, The next big thing i would worry about or focus on is optimizing your sleep because sleep is where your body regulates your hormones it's where your body recovers it's where your body can normalize your body mass index and actually allow you to lose weight is your sleep melatonin production high at night is your testosterone progesterone estrogen levels are all these hormones regulated in the right levels for your body to optimally Optimize the energy you're consuming and to properly regulate is your insulin low So that most of the time it's fasted It's it's gonna be down and your body can use the fat reserves in your fat the fat stores And properly tap into those to utilize and create energy for you If you have all these dialed in you're gonna do really well and you're gonna naturally and effortlessly Have more energy Look more vital lean up drop inflammation and and basically lose weight without really having to try to fight an uphill battle. Sunlight is another big one. People don't value the fact that humans are an outdoor species that evolved over millions of years in the outdoors. Yet in our modern lives, especially with Corona and and the quarantines that are going on and people being stay-at-home ordered, people don't go out. You need to get outside. The sun is gonna boost your pro-hormone vitamin D levels which is gonna allow you to produce all the hormones you need to properly function, to metabolize the fat in your body, to get the best weight loss results that you need. Get light, UVA, UVB spectrum light from the sun. We are a species of animals that evolved outside. We are meant to experience sunlight. We are meant to experience full spectrum light. Despite what dermatologists would have you believe, it is not unhealthy to get sun exposure. Yes, you do wanna be careful. You don't wanna get acute, damaging, burning sun exposure, but chronic, hydrated, gradual exposure that doesn't burn you is important to get. I recommend typically getting 30 minutes of natural outdoor light at a at a bare minimum. I typically take my business calls and my sun calls and I try to take some of my breaks in the middle of the day outdoors on my, on my sun deck. I live in a place where it's very warm in the southern part of, of the United States. If you're up north where it's colder and you can't do that, I understand. Look at ways to get some sun exposure from a tanning bed. I know that sounds crazy. Again, I'm not saying go and burn in a tanning bed or go tan hardcore. If a tanning bed has a 10 minute max or a 15 minute max, do 20% of that. Mankind, human beings, did not evolve as a species that lived in a cave, in a house, in an office all day long. We evolved as a species that actually goes outside. We are solar-powered beings. We get and generate and metabolize calcium. We create hormones. We power our immune system by getting sun exposure from UVB, UVA, full-spectrum sunlight. Again, I would never recommend that you burn, but I would recommend that you get a minimum of 30 minutes a day. If you're someone like me, I've got Mediterranean skin. I'm about 35% genetically Turkish, so my ancestors generally have a darker complexion, olive skin, Mediterranean skin, we're used to getting more and more sun. And I'll often shoot for an hour of sun exposure or more on a given day. So here's some of the reasons why the carnivore diet specifically can give you some power and really give you an edge when you're doing this weight loss thing. Weight loss is kind of a two part prong approach for me. One is like you wanna lean down, you wanna manage your weight and get to a level, but the other aspect is you wanna look good, you wanna look healthy, you wanna look lean. So when you remove foods and do an elimination diet like the carnivore diet that's very nutrient dense animal food focused, you're eliminating plant toxins, plant triggers, a lot of the molecules in today's market, and you're also taking a lot of foods off the table that could be refined, processed, and triggering inflammation or high histamine load. So it is a powerful elimination diet. When you eliminate foods that trigger you, cause gut issues, cause inflammation, you are going to feel better and you're gonna look a lot leaner and healthier. So it is a low inflammation diet. Secondly, it's a subset of a ketogenic diet. So it's a low carb diet. Anyone who knows anything about weight loss will know that for a lot of people, what kicks it into real high gear is the elimination of sugar, elimination of processed refined carbohydrates. Really the elimination of carbohydrates in general is going to be probably beneficial to most people from a metabolic longevity, health perspective, and certainly is going to eliminate the factor of things that you have in your body that can be stored into your fat. So you're getting rid of all that. that. The second aspect of the carnivore diet is you're getting rid of bloating and digestive issues. When you get rid of fiber, yes, I know this sounds crazy, but when you get rid of fiber, we see in interventional studies that people actually benefit. They feel better, they have better bowel movements, they reduce constipation, they reduce digestive issues. When you get rid of fiber, you are likely actually gonna have better digestive issues, much less bloating, and much less issues. In addition, the diet is low residue, so you're actually not consuming foods that are wasteful and your body's actually able to process them without all the other sort of noise and stuff that your body has to process through and get wasted so if you're not bloated if you're not inflamed if you're not dealing with some sort of autoimmune or inflammation you're gonna look leaner you're gonna feel better and it's gonna fuel you in a good way the other aspect of the carnivore diet that's really powerful is it's very satiating so when people are in a position where they're not happy with their body fat a lot of times they're eating foods that are not satisfying them the the diet itself is super nutrient dense and that is a huge aspect to hunger and satiety, to your feeling of feeling full that your body is naturally gonna be triggered on. If you're eating carb heavy potato chips that are processed, there's not a lot of nutrition in there, but there's a lot of calories. And so you're constantly bombarding your body with food and calories, but you're not giving your body the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, the Um, The full complete essential amino acids from protein that your body wants and so your body doesn't feel full When you snack on foods like that, it's delicious It can be great for the soul, but it's not something you want to be consuming on a regular basis Certainly not if you're looking to lose weight and you're dealing with health issues so when your body eats and gets the vitamins it needs whether it's vitamin a whether it's B vitamins C vitamins folate vitamin D, when it gets all these minerals and nutrients in ample form, it tells you, oh, I'm not hungry anymore, and you don't eat as much, you're literally full. And I've heard this from a number of people on the carnivore diet, when they eat, they have one meal and they're full for hours. They're not eating some sort of refined carb meal and then hungry again, they eat and they're stuffed. They're just, they're not stuffed, but they're just, they're satisfied. And so, when you go carnivore, you're gonna find, especially for weight loss goals, initially if you have nutrient deficiencies, if you've been eating maybe a heavy plant-based diet and missing out on some of the organs and some of the micronutrients you need, you might actually gain weight because you're, you're consuming very nutrient-dense food and your body's just picking up all these nutrients. But then you're gonna transition, you're gonna actually lose weight. When your gut is functioning properly, when it's not being inflamed, when you're not constantly in a autoimmune battle with your own body about what you're eating, you're going to have lower inflammation. You're going to look leaner and cleaner and healthy. It's also very nutritionally dense. So when you eat red meat or a steak or even pork or chicken, a lot of times those meals are gonna be highly satiating. They're very rich in nutrition. They have high caloric density. You're also eating a lot of fat, so you're getting a lot of the nutrition that you want that your body really can utilize. Because these meals are much more full calorie, not empty calories like what you would get from like eating fruits and some vegetables where there's just not a lot of vitamins and nutrients in them and they're just empty calories that are basically bumping up your overall calories without actually giving you nutrition your body craves more and more food so if you made it this far i really applaud you because there was a lot to cover and i want to hear from you and know where you're at what are your goals? What are you working on? Remember, you need to have at least some sort of definite goal so that you can achieve it in life. You need to balance that with action. So maybe you start with a few of these aspects and you just work on removing the refined foods from your diet. You know, the biggest levers is probably the carbohydrate reduction, adding in exercise, moderating your sleep, and then getting sun. If you can do those kind of things and you can work on each of those and just add a little bit at a time slowly over months you're gonna see that your results are going to transform and so what is your goal what are you going to be working on and put in the comments below how your journey has been if you've played with ketogenic diets if you've done a carnivore diet share with people if you're already having success so you can give them that that confidence that testimony that they can do this themselves and I appreciate you all for watching. If you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, share this video with someone if you think it'll be helpful for them, and I will see you on the next one.